0: To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to What's New with Wired. It's Thursday, October 6th. I'm Zeke Robison. From Serial to Netflix's Jeffrey Dahmer series, today we're talking about what pop culture's fascination with murder cases does to viewers and victims. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. Serial, the hit podcast that birthed modern true crime as we know it, just turned eight years old. In the near decade that's come and gone, the genre it begat has become a full-on phenomenon. Podcasts, documentaries, limited series, limited series based on podcasts, it's infiltrated the public psyche. In a few cases, this influx is positive. Some true crime listeners' viewers report they found solace in their favorite grim retellings. But what about everyone else? Research has shown that consumption of crime news can lead to outsized fear of becoming a victim, and for those who are survivors of violence, the glut of content can be a lot to take. When Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, premiered a couple of weeks ago, it quickly became one of Netflix's most popular series ever. It also drew criticism from the victim's families, who found it re-traumatizing to have audiences discussing the case anew. For Dahmer, the show's forum of choice seems to be TikTok. For others, it's Twitter or Facebook. For the serial long-haulers, it's Reddit. On October 5th, 2014, two days after the debut episode of that show, fans created r-slash-serial podcast to discuss the 1999 murder of teenager Heyman Lee and to debate the culpability of her ex-boyfriend, Adnan Syed. Today, the sub has 75,000 members. When a judge vacated Syed's murder conviction in mid-September, many former users returned to the space. Others had never left. Whether actively dredging up the troubling details of old cases in those spaces is good is debatable. Serial did help vacate Syed's conviction, and other podcasts and forums have played their roles in the justice system. On the other hand, citizen sleuths can potentially waste police time. And meanwhile, all that investigating can be taxing on the people doing it. Ben Cochio left r slash Serial podcast eight years ago. The 47-year-old filmmaker from Los Angeles was engrossed by Serial. You want to go and talk to people about it and be there in that moment of mystery with them, he says. But gradually, the subreddit became polarized. When he began posting about Serial, Cochio was trying to lower his blood pressure without medication, so he monitored it regularly. I was really hyper-aware of things that made me feel worked up and anxious and manic, he says. He quickly noticed that arguing with people on the sub was adding to that. As the group split into those who thought Syed was innocent and those who thought he was guilty, Cochio would occasionally lash out when debating strangers. You don't have anyone else to take it out on. You can't call the prosecutor in Baltimore, Cochio says. I mean, I could, but they're never going to listen to me. So you just take it out on the subreddit's users because they're there. While Cochio eventually left the subreddit, many others stayed. Don Cecil, a criminology professor at the University of South Florida and author of Fear, Justice, and Modern True Crime, says that many who engage with true crime forums have good intentions of wanting to help solve a crime or find a missing person. Some also want to draw attention to miscarriages of justice and question the effectiveness of the criminal justice system. Still, Cecil warns that true crime forums can become echo chambers that feed fear or buttress pre-existing beliefs. Consuming true crime, as she details in her book, can also skew people's perception of crime and reinforce stereotypes. It can also lead people to things they regret. Marcus is a 42-year-old from Seattle who joined Reddit purely so he could post on r slash Serial Podcast. At first, he found it fun, but in his time there, he has been verbally attacked, as well as doxxed. A stranger from the subreddit once called him at work, He asked that Wired not use his real name for privacy purposes. He says he's seen some of the most gruesome things I've ever seen on the internet thanks to his interest in the serial case. Megan, a 30-year-old nurse from Washington who asked that Wired not use her last name, has spent seven years on the sub out of habit. She enjoyed the early exciting days when people regularly posted new discoveries and says chatting with strangers over the years has been beneficial, At this point, some of the other long-term posters feel a bit like old friends, even the ones that I fight with the most, she says. But personal attacks on the sub also heighten Megan's anxiety, and she has also come to reevaluate her attitude toward true crime. I am embarrassed and ashamed at how gleefully I came back to this sub to look at lividity documents, etc., without fully considering that the victim was a real person, she says. A teenager died, multiple other teenagers' lives were completely upended, It's just all sad, and I think that does affect my mental health. Two years ago, Marcus took a step back from r slash serial podcast. It became really bad for my mental health arguing the same arguments, he says. When Syed was released from prison last month, Marcus returned to r slash serial podcast, but he imagines it won't be for long. Megan says she will stop consuming serial commentary if Syed is not tried again. For others, true crime forums remain tantalizing spaces where community has been forged and answers appear to be just around the corner. As of this writing, Dahmer is the top English-language show on Netflix, which reports that some 56 million households have seen the series. The streaming service is set to premiere Conversations with a Killer, the Jeffrey Dahmer tapes, on Friday. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, Google is borrowing from TikTok to keep Gen Z searching, checking in on Wired Science. It's here. We're in a new era of fast, cheap genome sequencing. And on Wired Security, we look at how mystery hackers are hyperjacking targets for insidious spying. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com/podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired.